Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Do you enjoy listening to Colorful Clipboard? Do you want to support us? You can do it simply by buying us a cup of coffee. Do you want exclusive resources, mini episodes? Sign up for our monthly or yearly membership on our Buy Me a Coffee page www.buymeacoffee.com backslash colorful. You can find the link in our episode description or even up in our bio. Have a wonderful day. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. And today we are going to talk about part two of monkeys. And so last week we did a re-release of one of our very early podcasts. Um, And it's a topic that is like a topic that Carrie and I have been passionate about since we got started, which is that 2002. A while Um, ago. A while ago. (laughs) Since we started doing director training uh, in 2002, we've talked a lot to our directors about delegating and responsibility and basically the monkeys. And so if you didn't listen to last week's re-release, so it would be under episode 34, um, if you didn't listen to that, go do that and then come back. (laughs) But um, because you need to know what the monkeys are. And so instead of me spending another 25 or 30 minutes talking to you about what the monkeys are, um, I'm going to tell you to go back and and listen to that episode. Uh, But just to know that it's helpful if you know what the monkeys are. So that you can spot them. I actually yes. have a monkey spotting guide that I created. Yeah. So if you want that monkey spotting guide, um, make sure that you um, email us at colorful, hello at colorfulclipboard.com. And we are happy to send you the monkey spotting guide. Um, and we might even have some other um, monkeys available, depending on if you want to share with us. And so today, Carrie's going to kind of introduce you to a little bit about um, where we're going to go now that you can identify those monkeys. And we want to be able to support you as a director. So not everybody understands delegating. And so we have kind of incorporated the who's got the monkey from the Harvard Review into child care and into being a director. So Carrie, talk to me about what kind of things we need to know. Well, I think... The first thing you need to know about monkeys is that they are social animals. And if you get one monkey, pretty soon you're going to have five monkeys. And then you're going to have 25 monkeys. They seem to kind of uh, swarm you. My image of this is from the animated Tarzan movie from Disney. (laughs) Where... There's this moment, yes, there's this moment where Jane meets her first monkey in the wild and she draws a picture of it and the monkey steals her picture and she does something you should never, ever do, which is she chases the monkey. Kate, as my resident Disney fanatic, what happens to Jane after she chases that monkey? She ends up with lots of monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) And so basically, um, what Carrie's trying... Yeah, she gets basically covered with monkeys, which works out for her because she has a mostly naked man um, who comes and swings into her rescue. 
I don't think that most childcare centers keep mostly naked men around to swing in and rescue you when you get covered. Yeah, that in that might that might change everybody's desire to be a childcare director. If I thought I could get Tarzan to come save me if I started taking all of my staff's monkeys, oh my god, that would be so great. But I think there's some guidelines, right? There's some things yeah. that we need to know. Okay. So the number one one is not in the Harvard Business Review, which is the never ever 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 chase a monkey. Um, then we go on to, you know, the other rules. And the number one rule they have is that monkeys should be fed or shot. So, Kate, I know you're really good at shooting some monkeys. So can you give me an example of a monkey that you have been presented by one of your employees and how you shot it? Oh, you want me to only come up with one? Yeah, okay, you're so going to do one for the staff <laughs> and then you're going to do one for the parents. Okay, so... One of the ones that I often had, um, and it, it, in a more generic sense, is anytime my staff would come in and they would tell me that they needed money for something. Okay, so to me, um, I never, ever, ever, ever gave a payroll advance. This is this is not a monkey I'm going to take. And so when they come in and ask me for a payroll advance. My answer is simply no. And I don't ask why. I don't get into, because I'm not going to try to fix it for them. Um, I am their employer. I am not their 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 mom. I'm not going to be um, that kind of uh, person. And I realize that makes me sound kind of cold. Uh, but if you worked for IBM, <laughs> you worked for Dell, you worked for HEB, nobody else is going to give you a payroll advance. So why they expect me to, I don't understand. And um, I have found that that does more harm uh, to me as a director, especially when I start asking questions, because then I really do want to fix. And it was just easy for me to make a very generic, nope, not going to do it. Okay, so what's a, what's a parent monkey? So a very similar situation with a parent is when a parent asks for an extension. Or, oh, I will pay you. And you know what? They would never do that to the car dealership. Uh, they would, you know, if they got, if they had to get a repair on their car, they're not going to expect the, the car guy to give them the car back and let them make payments. Um, so again, similar kind of thing. And again, it's, it's my personality, but it wasn't easy. And it did happen as a result of being taken advantage of one too many times. So I developed that thicker skin to not ask. So when I start asking, well, why do you need an extension? That's opening up for the possibility of an extension. I'm not going to do it. When I start asking about why do you need a payroll advance? I'm not going to do it. Um, I will be happy to start offering budgeting classes for my directors. I will hire a financial planner to come out and help everybody with budgeting um, and understanding, creating a savings account and understanding why they need cash reserves and living within their means. Um, I will pay for that before I will give somebody a cash advance or before I will help a parent with putting off um, or paying late. So I have, uh, I'm not as good at simply saying no. So one of my favorite ways to shoot monkeys is to say, do you need an answer to that right now? And if they say yes, then I say, well, then the answer is no. I don't care what the question is. They could be saying, do you want to come with me on a Disney cruise to Puerto Vallarta? And I say, do you need an answer to that right now? And if they say yes, then I say, no, I'm not going with you on the Disney cruise. So that's how I shoot monkeys. I ha I, that's one of my favorites. I use it with my children. I use it with my husband. I've used it with staff. I've used it with children uh, in a classroom. 
it works in all ways. There's probably 50 different ways to shoot monkeys, but we've okay. given you a couple of them. Right. So so let's look at, so the second official rule, rule is um, keeping them be- below the, the maximum number of time you actually have to take care of them. Um, and so... One of the things that I find interesting is, or how do you work when you have a staff person who makes something take three or four times longer than it should? In other words, you've given them the monkey. You know that monkey should take five to 15 minutes to take care of, um, or they have, you know, told you they have a monkey, but yet they're making it take all day. How do you handle that kind of scenario? I mean, it depends on the monkey. Um, If it is placing the order for supplies from Discount School Supply, I say, you know, this is obviously more than you can handle. Go ahead and go back into your classroom and I will get it taken care of elsewhere. So sometimes I take the monkey back. Um, But other times I just close my eyes and, you know... If, if I had to get that order in by the, en- by the end of business today because there was a sale that we were trying to take advantage of, then I'm going to take the monkey back. But if it's just the monthly order, I don't care that they don't get it done by the end of business today. So sometimes I just let it go. Okay, so two questions on that. One, from a financial standpoint, if you are paying them and they're taking a lot longer and you don't understand... Does it bother you that you're paying them? And second, do you think that they understood that there was a deadline and that they actually knew the process? Right. So the first question is, okay, you that's a different lens. Because usually if I'm asking them to do something and you're saying it's taking them all day when I think it should have taken a half an hour, I presume they're doing their other duties and this is what they're doing during nap time and they're not getting it done or, you know, another downtime that they have. And if they didn't get it done during that downtime, then, you know, it doesn't really bug me a huge amount because at least they were being somewhat productive during nap time. So, but if it was, you know, I pulled them out of the classroom and I gave them, you know, everybody's wish, you know, everybody's supply list and the catalog and they're just sitting there for two hours, yes, that would piss me off. And I would... (laughs) Sorry for the phrase, but yeah, it would. And I would say, okay, I know you said you wanted this additional responsibility. I don't think you're ready for it or else it's the situation from that second question in which I did not delegate properly. So I guess in both of those situations, it's that you didn't delegate properly because part of delegation is that you give them a deadline and you give them some basic training and you tell them when you're going to check in with them so that they can get additional support if they need it. So in both of those situations, it's not your staff's fault. It's your fault because you didn't delegate properly. And it also sounds, I mean, so it almost sounds like you're also kind of creeping into to rule number three, which is, or your your rule number one, which is you don't ever chase the monkey. And um, so rule number three is that they should be fed by appointment only. What does that look like to you? How do you make that happen as a director? Um, I schedule appointments. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess I'm kind of dumbfounded that that's even a question because this is so much part of how I ran centers. If a person came into my office or attacked me as I was walking by, and I call it attacking because it feels like it. You're walking down the hallway to go do whatever you need to do. And somebody jumps out. They don't literally jump out, but they open their door 
or they lean out through their half door and they say, oh, could you get me some red construction paper? They're giving me a monkey. And my answer would be, you know what? I don't have a place to write that down right now. I was going to go give Janice uh, her lunch break. When I'm done with giving Janice her lunch break, if you want to come you know, when I'm coming back, I will then get my notebook from the office and I will walk through the building to see if anybody needs anything. So I'm not going to be interrupted on my way to do what is my assigned duty. And it was assigned by me. I'm covering that lunch break. I'm not going to be interrupted in doing that because a monkey tries to attack me from a classroom of a teacher who did not check their supplies before they went into their classroom. That's not my monkey. Um, so, you know, going back to the whole, what is my manageable quantity of monkeys? It's different from day to day, right? If you're, ha- if it, if you're having PMS, if you're cranky, if you didn't get enough sleep, whatever it is, you can maybe take like three additional monkeys, right? <laughs> but on a normal day, you may be able to take eight, over the course of the day. And I think it's really important to check in with yourself as far as monkey management is how many monkeys can I take today? You remember Lisa, right? Yes. So Lisa loved the monkey management and she had a bulletin board in her office that was dedicated to monkeys. And one of the things was she had spots on the bulletin board for four different pieces of eight and a half by 11 paper or a four paper. And it, It was labeled her monkey parking lot. And if those four spots were full, then nobody could give her any other requests. So once she handled a request, she would take it off the board and then there would be space again. So if somebody had a supply request other than, you know, their normal monthly supply time, then they would put it there. Or if they wanted a day off or they needed support with a curriculum thing, they would put it in one of those four spots. And so she only allowed four random monkeys at a time. I thought that so was pretty words, good. So in other words, if somebody needed star fruit, um, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> this would be something that would end up in on your monkey parking lot. So one of the things that we have to give away, if anybody would like one. Um, so this is kind of our mid-roll, but it's really all about things that we have for you as resources. So um, our mid-roll today is going to be specifically about we've got the spotting guide. We have a couple of tote bags full of some monkey uh, management tools, including stickers. But the and the tote bags are for reviews. You have to go on to uh, iTunes and leave a review if you want one of those tote bags. Or or iHeartRadio, whatever Spotify, whatever source you use, just make sure you let us know where it was. Um, so we have three tote bags for people to give us reviews. Uh, we've also got um, some stickers. So if you are a sticker person and you want the stickers to be um, part of your parking lot, you can do that. And then we also have some notepads that are actually in the shape of monkeys uh, that are also going to be really helpful for you to visually manage your monkeys. And so um, we have lots of other things that will pop up over the course of the year, but those are uh, the ones for today. Okay, so back to rules, Carrie. So talk to me a little bit about rule number four. Okay, so rule number four is that monkeys need to be fed face-to-face or by telephone. You cannot feed monkeys via text, via memo. No, uh-uh. You can't send somebody a Snapchat as a way to deal with their monkey. Not okay. 
you've got to be able to see people so that you know that they understand what the next steps are. But what if I just want to check in to see how they're doing? Yeah, that's feeding the monkey. But I want to make sure that they don't have any questions. So call them. (laughs) Because in a text, it's real easy for them to say, no, I'm fine. And you can't tell if that's, nah, I'm fine. I got this. Or if it's, nope, fine. (laughs) Those are two very different responses. And the second one tells me that they're stressed out. And I can't tell that in a text. Right. And so that kind of comes back even to to number five. So uh, rule number five is that there should be an assigned next feeding time. And I am and have always been a firm believer in never leave a situation, never leave an appointment, hang out with friends um, when I was actively dating, even a date without the next one set. So if... Um, I have sat down with you and we have, I have gone over all of everything you need to know for me to effectively delegate uh, this responsibility to you. There needs to be a next time we talk will be. And as a director, the reason that we do that is so that we don't think about it for the next week. So it can be something as simple as a standing Tuesday or Thursday meeting that you just, you know, you're going to meet for 15 minutes every Tuesday at 8.15 or every Thursday at 10 o'clock or at two o'clock, whatever time works best. And that at that time, you're going to discuss that monkey. It's not going to be, you're going to talk about all the other things. You're going to talk about that one monkey. Yeah, because monkeys that are left unattended, they throw poop. And the same thing is true when we're dealing with virtual monkeys, you know, with these kinds of monkeys is that when you don't check back in with them, when you don't do that, then it will just create a bigger mess. And you don't want that mess to hit the fan. So this wasn't part of our original plans for this call. But I think in light, um, again, we've been talking about monkeys and, and to us, Monkeys are something we've been talking about and living this verbiage for 18 years. And if like not earlier, longer, if not longer, because it's not my monkey, it's not my circus. I don't know. I think that's been rolling around in my head longer than that. <laughs> well, that is that is probably true. But at least since we've been teaching it in curriculum for 18 years. And but right now we're at a very different time period. So um, I know we're kind of towards the end, but I really do want to talk a little bit about monkeys in the world of COVID um, or monkeys in a virtual world, because we do have programs with staff who are virtual. Uh, We do have programs who are everything about the way they operated their program has changed in the last six months. And so, um, and this may, may be a big part of how we look at things in the future, but right now, what would be, if you were going to give somebody one tip and, and one monkey management tool in the world of going virtual or spending more time and, and by yourself or, or uh, maybe less staff physically in a space, what would you tell directors right now? Wow. I mean, my, my go-to answer is inventory the number of monkeys you have. 
And if it's feeling overwhelming, then you need to delete things off of your list. You need to delegate things off of your list and you need to automate things that you can. Um, so I guess that would still be relevant. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the automation statement, Carrie, because I think that that is something that a lot of the directors we've worked with, um, you know, there was the way they always did it and it worked for them. They had a good process and sometimes moving to automation takes more energy than it feels like it's worth. You know, we're well, in the middle of doing that right now. But I mean, yeah, it takes more effort to teach a child how to tie their shoes than to tie their shoes. But eventually it just takes care of itself and the kids take care of their own shoes. And if you can automate, you know, your newsletter or whatever, you know, if you can have templates and automating doesn't always mean you you use an app. Sometimes it means you create templates that you can just reuse that's still considered automating right? Because you have an automatic response that you give to people when they say, can I have next Tuesday off? You have a form letter that you send out when somebody is about to be old enough to start potty training. You know, that is automation. Yeah. So one of the things that hopefully um, a lot of our directors are starting to look at is um, because I'm sure that for most of them, they have felt the last um, several months in, in their wallet from a budget standpoint. And they're probably doing more with less as far as they their feel like their response, their personal responsibilities are probably more than with less staff. Because if there was staff who you've kept around because it made your life easier, you may not be able to currently afford. Um, but this is the perfect time to start looking at what tools, apps, uh, software, what is currently out there? Um, what is a simple plug and play answer? Uh, does the simple plug and play have a, a, a larger upfront cost? Is there something that you might be able to, to make work out of something that's free? So versus using a software use versus using Google Classroom or Google free options like Google Forms and, and things like that, auto responders. So um, I love that that suggestion, because I think that's something that can definitely apply moving forward. It's not specifically related to uh, COVID-induced monkeys. Uh, we do know that the state of Texas and the federal government gave us a ton of monkeys uh, during the past six months. And I applaud all of you who've been able to manage uh, the the infamous PPE monkey um, and the where do I find a thermometer monkey and how do I do this starting tomorrow monkey and, and everything that has changed in your world related to your COVID monkeys. So, um, Carrie, do you have anything else you want to kind of end and wrap up related to uh, the monkey rules, uh, living with monkeys, managing monkeys? Get good at saying that that is not my monkey. It is not your monkey that a teacher doesn't have the construction paper they want for the project they want. It is not your monkey that they scheduled a doctor's appointment for the middle of their shift when they have a two-hour lunch break they could have scheduled their doctor's appointment in the middle of. It is not your monkey that the parents forgot to bring a change of clothes and their child has had an accident. That's not your monkey. They need to own their stuff, not your monkey. Absolutely. Well, thank you, everybody. Again, come back. Give us some feedback. Woo. Okay. And so get do what you need to do to get your free monkey swag. Leave yes, us a monkey review. monkey swag. <laughs>
All right. Well, we look forward to talking to you next week. And we are going to be diversifying your income stream. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing, programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.